What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. So if it's your first time coming to hang out, let me just tell you what goes on around here so everybody can be on the same page for the episode. The name Buds, Bros, and Superheroes are the topics of conversations we're going to be having today. So in the bud section, we're going to be talking about connoisseurs of cannabis, travelers of the green, different products that we have, which is going to be a lot of fun. In the bro section, well, since this guest has been on, they're going to be hanging out, doing that, catching up on things of uh, what we've been working on. And then finally, in the superhero section, going to be talking about the man from Hell's Kitchen in the big red suit, Daredevil himself. A little bit of Charlie Cox, a little bit of Ben Affleck, some Punisher, more some Netflix stuff. And it's going to be a concoction, a cacophony of conversations, we could say all about daredevil it's your first time coming here my name is nick james like i said i have some rotating guests and it's been a while since joe g has been on here man please say hello and see thanks so much for coming to hang out tonight. well thank you for having me back how have you been buddy i have been pretty well i can't wait to get into this episode dive into everything that we're going to be doing and anybody on the opposite side of that we are going to be doing that the way that we always do which is getting right inside of the bud section so like I said in the bud section, I'm going to be talking about, I have a few strains that I want to talk about. I know that you too have been traveling your green inside, so I want to see, I'm actually more excited to see what you're going to bring us, to be honest. So how about we start there? What are you smoking on tonight, so? Well, my my wife works at a dispensary now, so I, it's just all, all different kinds of stuff. But I got, today we got, what is it, Gator Breath? Gator Breath. And this is a hybrid. Ooh, by strain? Yes, it's a, it's a yes. Strain is the is the grower. Yes, it's a hybrid. It's good. I also I don't have it with me, but one of my other favorite strains that she always brings home is, is White Rhino. Oh, okay. So you guys are big Liberty fans then, yeah? Because those are the same GPs coming out of there, so that's awesome. I've definitely tried their Dragonfly. Their Dragonfly was really good. I still don't get how they marked it as an indica though. That had a lot of caryophylline in it, so it felt really nice, but then it also hit you pretty good. We recently got the gummies, not gummies, like that's been fucking confusing, but it's a strain <laughs> of strain called gummies. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people have been coming in, like, oh, you got gummies? And I'm like, yeah. And then I show them the tin, and they're like, so there's like bears in there, or are they worms? I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how this works yet, guys. Like, it's it's just so poor naming on the choice of this um, the strain name just for the fucking confusion that it's called, to be honest. Yeah, what else do we? Um, I got some, what are they, THC capsules here? Although, I, I'm not a big fan of that. I'd rather have, like, an edible because I like to eat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what else? What are, what are the other ones over there? What do we got? Uh, this is... Insa. Yeah, Insa, and it's called... What is it called? Grape gasoline. Grape gasoline. There it is. Ooh, we didn't get that one. That sounds awesome. What's it looking like underneath? Oh, nice. Can you see it? I can. No, that looks really good. (laughs) Nice tight buds in there. Yeah, this one's good. Uh, Yeah, so that's what I got today. Nice. They just dropped um, OGKB 2.0. Just like everybody's like, ah, I'm like, okay, last one I tried from them was, shit, ooh, I just forgot the name, it ran out of my head. Come on back, come on back, Runs. Runs. We got flower of Runs, and everybody was like, you gotta try it, and I didn't, I was like, meh. Yeah, I think it was, my. every time you mention a name, my wife's behind me, she keeps going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
because she knows she knows way more than I just smoke it. She knows all the stuff about it. So I'm just like, oh yeah, Runts though. I think that was the one. Did that was that the one that tasted funny? I don't know. Like one of them. It tasted like pine. Like like I don't know. That might have been the one. I can't remember. I it could be totally wrong though. So. <laughs> Yeah, after a while, they all start to look the same, yeah. to be honest. And I kind of tried to keep the jars and, like, make little notes on them. But there's only so much room, you know? I'm That's running not, out of yeah, room. I, we got so many. Yeah, there's so many empty ones, which is also depressing. So I'm like, there's so many empty ones. I wish they, they were. They are very heavy jars, and then you always think there's a little bit yeah, less than you are, it. And you could like knock it. someone out with some of these jars. Speaking of which, yeah, this True Leave one definitely would do that, but I had to pick this up. Tried some Grape Jilly. So, like, if I'm not mistaken, this is going to be the Moxie rebrand. And I've had this before in a live resin dart pod, but this is the first time I've ever seen the flower. Uh, it looks pretty okay. I was kind of hoping for a little bit of bigger buds, considering it's not their littles, but still pretty okay. Not as dense as I was hoping for. Oh, yeah. See what I mean? But focused right in on it. <laughs> it does have a nice smell overall. 24% total cannabinoids, top three being the beta myrcene, terpenaline, and the beta caryophylline, which is nice because the myrcene is the one I'm always talking about. Gets you that nice body relax while the caryophylline gives you, gives me personally. Sometimes it can give people panic attacks, but I kind of like that upbeat. It was not the one that I thought I was going to like out of these two. This is Farm RX I picked up, and I fucking strictly picked this up for the name, which I say all the time. Don't do, but then I do it all the time, man. Lucky Charms. Are they good? Wait, do we have them? <clears throat> it is. No. No. It's got, like, a really intense smell on it. And, like, Farm RX for me, I really enjoy their RSOs the most. I haven't tried one of their carts yet, though. But this is... This is the bee's knees, sir. If anybody can, I, I would I would I would pick this up for sure because it's got a lot of limonene in it, 0.86%. And again to bring it up because it's I think it's one of my favorites is the myrcene or myrcene. I don't know. Can I get a judgment call? How, how what do you guys say? Myrcene, myrcene? What do you say, Mo? She knows. I don't I don't even know I what the hell you're talking about. Myrcene. So, <laughs> What is it? Mercine. Mercine. That's how I say it. That's but uh, yeah, that's how she says it. I would agree that that's how I say it, but when I go to read it, because I see the why, I always my brain just goes to mirror. Mercine. I gotta I gotta get out of that. I think phonetically speaking, it is M U H R E E N Merce or Mer S C E N or I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I just stopped pronouncing it caryophylline or no, caryophylline. It is caryophylline. <laughs> Like, I find all this interesting. I literally have, I'm so lost on what all that stuff means, but like, because I'm just a fan of smoking it. Like, I, but she tells me things and I'm just always like, yeah, I, I don't, I have no idea what, what, pay attention. I'm trying to figure it out. It's a lot of information. <laughs> it's, so I'm just like, yeah, it's fascinating though. <laughs> it is, yeah. So the thing that everybody's always looking for, the thing you're chasing is trying to find the entourage effect in which, your system has met the correct amount or the right amount or the correct ones, a little combination of everything to be in perfect, like homeostasis with one another. And that's like the best that you can go for. And I find that for me getting closest to that is definitely mercy. And God, I like it. I like that. Nice. I don't know. I'm not too old yet, but I do feel a little, 
little achy every now and then. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm just in pain for no reason. Then there's weeks where I feel totally fine, and it makes no sense. It's not like I did anything differently in those weeks to feel better. So I, I don't know. It's just like like right now I feel fine. But like a month ago, my back was killing me. I couldn't move. And it was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the back for me, too. And a lot of standing recently, a lot more. I went from a job that was sitting to the job that we're talking about now as a dispensary associate or shift supervisor, whatever. Um, just it's a lot more standing now. And it's a lot on my knees and my hips, I feel sometimes, where I'm just like, ooh. So finding high of that. Oh, you're, working was, at a, you're working at a dispensary? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I started in September. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. So but far, yeah, so good. Being on your feet all the time, you know. Yeah, lots of, yeah. On Christmas Eve, we had three call-outs Oof. and a line out the door. I rang for ten and a half hours. <sighs> of just standing in one place, just going, just going like this, working the legs out of just, uh-oh. And, yeah, the next day, I felt like I was... I liked sitting, you know, I'm not somebody who ever likes to sit, you know, even as we're talking right now, podcasting, I like to stand. And that was a day where I, I was just, I did not want to stand up at all. Like it was, it was pretty rough. I can imagine. I, I just finished a, a new claymation. It's three minutes and 16 seconds. So it's the longest thing I've, I've ever made so far that it took like a month to do, but that, surprisingly and this is what i mean my back did not hurt normally by the end of doing one of those i can't move so i'm just like i don't know if i got used to i don't know but i feel okay this month (laughs) i don't know why i just jinxed myself i'm gonna feel like total shit tomorrow (laughs) knock on wood that ends up being a perfect segue because I do want to hear more about that. But before we leave on out of this bud section, I am going to ask that everybody tell us what they're smoking on, of course, down in the comments, any tweets on the walls, fun Internet things that you can. But we are going to close on out of that. Oh, yeah, let's do it with one of those, sir. Yeah. Closing out of this bud section and going into the bro section. So into this, if anybody's not listened to past episodes with Joe, why don't you give him a little bit of rundown? You said you were making something new out of claymation. First of all, just in case we have any anybody, what is it claymation? Just go ahead and give a brief little talk about that if you don't mind. Um, stop motion animation made with clay mainly. I technically, it's not 100% claymation because not everything in the frame is made out of clay, but the characters are made out of clay and and that's my main medium that I use. I just don't have enough clay to fill everything. I would make everything out of clay because I genuinely think it looks cool, but um, budget reasons, I use whatever I have and paint and stuff, but the characters are made out of clay. But uh, technically, Will Vinton created that phrase it never existed before him because he was the first person i guess to make claymation so i don't even know if you could technically use the term claim like in a legal sense i don't know i gotta look that up because it's always his claymation trademarked by will vinton at the end of all of his shorts and i'm like or, or his movies um for anyone who doesn't know will vinton is the creator of california raisins and uh, the Noid, the old uh, Domino's mascot that had a resurgence this past year. Not in claymation form, but the character came back. Um, he also made the show, the well, he animated the show, The PJs. With the I remember that. 
Yeah. Um, a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, I love them because of the California Raisins. I was a big, and still am a big Raisins fan for some reason. Uh, <laughs> anthropomorphic fruit, fruit just gets to me. Like I, anytime there's talking food, it's I'm there. Like I loved Sausage Party. Sausage Party would have been a million times better had it been Claymation, though. Or I feel like I, I truly think it would have been a better movie. Um, I have to tend to agree with that, man. Yeah, the more I think about how they were stylized and looked, the more I think that yeah, I feel like it would have turned. It would have made a like it's already goofy enough. It would have added another layer of whatever. Maybe we'll remake it with just shot for shot with with Clay. No, nah, that would take way too long and for what purpose? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. But stop motion, just still, dude, that's got to be painstaking of one picture, one frame at a time then. You know, normal film is 24 frames per second, so having to do that one at a time and moving them, I got to commend you. I can't. So you just said your last one was how long? It's three minutes and 16 seconds. Took me about a month, but I didn't do it every day straight through. If I did it every day straight through, like, 12 10 to 12 hours a day. I probably would have finished it in a week and a half, but I didn't have that kind of time. But, uh, yeah, it's very time consuming. <laughs> so go. can I have a little bit more? Like what's this one about? Oh yeah. Um, this is an original thing that I made with me. Me and my friend Zach created these Jack and Alfonso. Jack's a talking rabbit and Alfonso's a magician, a terrible magician. That's all. Uh, yeah, uh, the the first episode's called the uh, the big smear, and it's about a, a a smear ad against Jack and Alfonso and their magic store. Um, that that's that's what the it should be out in a couple days. I don't know when this will be on available to listen to what we're talking about right now, but uh, hopefully it'll be out by the time you're listening to this. Nice, and let's just say it is. Where where would it be out at? Uh, YouTube. It'll probably be on my TikTok. And um, my Instagram, so Joe Gariffo or Clay Nation Show on YouTube. Nice. Yeah, somewhere. So, It'll be out there. It'll be out there <laughs> on TikTok. Can you explain to me what 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 is that? What do you do on there? Like what other is, than promote your like in like yeah, what 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 are we doing on there? I don't get it. Still, I'm sorry. Dude, I don't even know. I have fourteen thousand six hundred followers as of today, and I have I I don't know how. That's amazing. I truly don't know how that happened on that app specifically because I've been posting the same type of stuff across all my social media platforms for like 11 years. Never got any type of reaction or interaction like TikTok has, and I don't understand. I still don't really understand how the algorithm works or how that many people saw the stupid little videos. I mean, I mean – a lot of there's a lot of dancing and trend stuff and my videos are just things i find like interesting or clips of old movies or lost media or things i found on old vhs tapes or um you know like i i i'm trying to think what's 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 something that i would talk about like the sam raimi um wes craven not feud, but like how in each movie they reference their other movie. Like in uh, Evil Dead, there's a Hills Have Eyes poster in the background. And then in uh, 
uh, but uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare. They're watching Evil Dead, and then in Evil Dead Two, they put Freddy's glove in in the sh- work shit. Like that, that's like a video that I would talk about. It's that kind of shit. Were uh, nostalgic things from the past. But I do that stuff across Twitter and F- Facebook and and Instagram and and whatever. But TikTok was the only one where people were like, "Hey, 700 people like this." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> You're like, "That's a dub." Yeah, that's cool. It is. I mean, I like it. It's addictive, but it's it's a lot of there's a so there's, well, there's a it's like half and half. There's a lot of really cool stuff on there, and there's a lot of nonsense. Some of some of the nonsense is funny. Some of the nonsense isn't. <laughs> So, you know, I just, it's addictive right, watching it. I don't that, like, yeah. I get like anxiety posting anything anymore because like the, that, the idea that that many people can see what I'm talking about. Like there was a time where I thought that might've been cool. Now I'm like, ah, because everyone has an opinion and everybody's got a thing. So I'm just like, you like, it's just like, I I second guessed every single thing that I go to post or, or like do it. The, the phone just, my mom still has a landline phone. What was I saying? What was I saying? I was right in the middle of something and I don't remember about what I was double talking. thinking what you post. Oh yeah. 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 So I get anxiety about posting anything anymore. So like I, I have to make sure did I say every single thing correctly. Like the other day, I posted a video about my childhood manager, Edie Rob. And during the thing, I was like, I showed a clip of the Goldbergs because they talked about Edie Rob on the Goldbergs. And and I was like, that's not actually Edie Rob. That's an actress playing her. And like, I totally knew she's a famous actress. I just didn't say anything. And so I immediately went to the comments, was like, uh, the actress is, is Susie Espin from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like that, like, because I know someone will be like, what no respect for that? And well, I'm like, actually. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, no, no, no. I know who she is. I'm just trying to say all of this information in literally three minutes. So I'm just like, it was just like, <laughs> there's always something like that. So I'm just like, you guys, just, it's just anxiety, really. like, just for no reason, for no real reason. I don't know these people. Why should I even care? Like, I like for the, <laughs> for the yeah. most, don't like, I like the interaction. It's just. And I'm just trying to share information as 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 fast as you can on a on a because the, the, there's a three minute limit to the videos that you you could post. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so I look into that then. I don't know. It sounds fun. Three minutes. That's not too long. Not a lot to produce, but just enough to get a story across, as we're talking about. Yeah, I so that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's um, yeah. Big body bigs is always telling me to do it. It's, I used to be like the social, I still am social. I just get like my, it's like getting to that social part. It's just anxiety inducing for me now. I don't know what the hell happened. (laughs) I get that. Like every time I see someone commented on your video, I'm like, Oh God, what is it? And like 99% of the time it's positive or, you know, something cool or an interesting fact to add on to what I was talking about. But, but there's always that, there's always one in there where you're just like, yeah. And then you look at their profile and they have no picture. They don't have any content. Like, you know, it's just so why do I care what this person has to say? It's just well, you, for some you, reason I fucking do. For some reason you're like, you motherfucker. I just want to. Hmm. Whenever <laughs> I read those, I do Kevin's. I, I don't remember where it originated, but like I try to do the voice that's best like this of like, 
And like, just that's how I try to take it. It's just a great assault. Like, yes, you, you're, you're right. I wasn't thinking of that at all. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Person. With a wolf as your last profile picture. And before that, a picture of a leprechaun on March. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always the same pictures when they're, it's not a picture is what I was trying to go for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But kind of speaking there of social anxiety and this time of the year, how was your Christmas? It was fine, I guess. It was, uh, well, I mean, I went to my sister's house. There wasn't that many people there, thankfully. I didn't really even want to go um, because of the world and what's happening. And there's babies there. So I'm like, why? I don't, you know, because my, my sister just had a baby not too long ago. He's a few months old. So like, I don't, you know, and um, yeah, it was fine, though. We, we, I wasn't there long. Uh, and then I just dropped off. Get, yeah, it was my, my Christmas was just very low key. How was yours? Oh, it was it was good. I did go to my sister's because they were with my parents in that like mother daughter home situation in which I was in living there for a while when I was still finishing school. And so she's got three boys now and we decided to get them for this year a trampoline. Like one that they'll all grow into and shit. So like the oldest one's going to be six and the youngest one is still like maybe not even six months, like still baby, baby mode. So we're just hoping like, so just to see the two and the middle one in there was the one who surprised me and stayed out the longest dude and just kept going all day. So we ended up having to set that up on Sunday because it was raining on Saturday. I wanted to get there and do it Friday night, but the aforementioned call-offs just kept me there until like seven something. I was like, not building a fucking trampoline, not going to do it. (laughs) But the Saturday in between is cool. Got to give a huge shout out as always to my mom. She's fucking cool. Got me a nice, cool gift shield, but the winter soldier one when he's in like stealth mode. And it's just one of those things where she's like, I didn't know if you'd like it. You didn't like never hinted at her or anything. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to love it. So that, that that's pretty fucking cool. And my wife got me AirPods. Nice. Now at the job, yeah, I spend a lot of time organizing in the vault and stuff. So I'm hoping to get back into maybe books on tape, get into more podcasts. And at the end of the day, if I just need to listen to music, you know, it's it's nicer than just playing it out loud and then having everybody else listen to what you listen to, too. You feel like weird about it. You're like, oh, God. Got to make sure none of the Disney show tunes play right now. I don't want them to think I'm a weirdo or nothing. <laughs> My wife got me uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Mom. I saw. Cool, dude. How is it? Yes, for It's awesome. I mean, it's a side-scrolling 8-bit beat-em-up game. It's like Double Dragon or... There's one level I'm stuck I'm stuck on the shopping cart level. It's it's very similar to the Battletoads hover bike level. Do you remember that? I don't know what that. No, 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 no 8-bit here at all. Battletoads. Well, I'm even talking about like the Sega Genesis first. There's there's a level with the hover bikes where you just it's like you side screen you're on a hover bike, but it's I could never get past it and I'm like stuck at this exact same spot. Um But yeah, I I love this. It's awesome. Um, they're making another game called Chronic Blunt Punch, which is another side scroller, but it looks like uh, it's not 8 bit. It, it, it's, I don't know what resolution the graphics are, but uh, that looks cool. It's not out yet or finished yet, but I will get that when that's done. So I'm not sure. I was, I was excited to 
when you showed me. So I don't know if you said the name of the game or not, but it's Jay and Silent Bob. I want to know, like, what's what's the story? What's going on? Like, does it, oh, it takes to place, poke to the wheel? It takes place right after Mallrats and security's looking for Jay and Silent Bob, and they have to escape the mall and get back to the quick stop. So nice. it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, your fight. That's the general gist of the story. I dig it, though. Like I said, a little spoke to the wheel, but it spoke nonetheless of like, so that's what they were doing during that time. Um, Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun little game. They're just like the first level you fight, like the mini the mini boss in the middle is the Easter Bunny. And then nice. what do you fight at the end? Another a movie. You fight movie and a bunch of other view askew uh characters from the movies and stuff that's cool i i enjoy that next time i see kevin i have to get him to sign that definitely (laughs) yeah for sure i'm running out of things of his for me to sign so i will send stuff to you then yes but like everything that i have that i've had throughout the years like i've met him so many times at this point like almost everything is signed (laughs) nice i'm like uh, every time I see him, like, I just get something else. Like he signed my Jay and Silent Bob Chasing Dogma comic a couple weeks ago, which was very cool. Then he made a video for my wife. Um, it's always surreal nice. when I get to see that dude. I love that. It dude. is. <laughs> and you see him so much on the screen in all the various ways. And then all of a sudden he's actually standing there in front of you. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> it is. It's a bit of a surreal thing. Last time I saw him, I, I was told we couldn't bring shit for him to sign. So, I mean, I was there for the opening and we had something for him then there to sign, which was cool. But I have a DVD case that has all of his stuff in it that, damn, you know, I, I, I wish that I wish. But like you were talking about next time, there's always going to be a next time, especially now, too. It seems he's always had a little bit more, you know, like going to different things and they just brought Babylon back. So. <clears throat> maybe maybe they'll tour that again sometime. I don't know. That'd be fun to see. Yeah. Well, I'm supposed to be doing that thing for him. Um, when I saw him a couple weeks ago, he was like, yeah. And he told me what it was exactly that I'm doing. I, I'm not going to get into specifics because I don't think I can. But um, I'm supposed to be hearing from him soon but soon is relative i don't know when it could be like in a couple weeks it could be in like three months i really have no idea so i'm like just kind of waiting i'm doing that's why i'm doing this other claymation short and and try to do some other stuff so i'm keeping busy while i'm waiting to do that um yeah yeah i see yeah we've always kind of talked about as you have had your different ventures with him really that his time clock is just not the same where i'm sure for someone like him as busy as he is entire weeks go by and he's like oh it's tuesday and they're like yeah it's tuesday of next week bro and you're like oh okay you know i gotta do that and shit like that especially too, def- coming up at the end of the year he's got his own family so it's been his oh, yeah. holiday I've season and stuff like so- that oh yeah i know i just i can't imagine just every day having somebody come to you like you ready? And you're just like, okay, you know, I just mm-hmm. got to get up and go somewhere and move stuff all day. I it's just, I don't know. It seems like a crazy life. 
Kind of speaking of both those things, though, and then adding in a last thing to talk about is I really hope they do Hollywood Babylon New Year's Eve party. And I really hope they put it on the Internet and like stream it or I don't know. I miss that so much. I really it's 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 been a while since we've seen it. So I really hope that happens. But also, too, wanted to talk about then. Do you have plans for the new year? I think this is going to come out on New Year's Day actually oh. whatever saturday is is saturday the new day the new year is it 2022 are we time traveling right now i think so i think so happy new year everybody um i mean with with everything going on i don't we're not going anywhere i don't we don't really go anywhere or do anything new year's eve anyway but like because everybody's boring now uh you know everyone's got we don't have kids but all of my other friends do and they would it's uh, um, we were going to go to our friend, uh, Brian's house, but I don't know if that's still happening because he wasn't feeling well last or this week. And I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think that's happening now. So probably just chilling at home. Nice. I know. Uh, oh, I got to sneeze again. Sorry. Give me a second. Up, 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 bless you. Thank you. That was a big one. My bad. Yes, yes. As we're talking about being sick. <laughs> no, that was just a straight up tickle. I don't know what it's been. There must be either stray hair or something up mm. there. And this whole time that we've been talking, it's been moving. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as New Year's Eve, I know that I'll be at work. We have to do a big inventory. So everything's going to shut down and we get to count everything, which just flat out, it's a lot. I mean, it's so many pieces of everything and they need to know and nobody wants to do it. So everybody who has to be there is going to be there. So, but sometimes having it small also helps if there's like, I don't know, what is that? Too many cooks in the kitchen or something like that. Many people rushing and shit and too many cooks. But my sister's birthday is the first. Ah. That's Saturday, but I should have off, so I don't know if we'll swing by and like do the night kind of like three, two, because I don't. I I'll probably just want to go home and go to sleep. You know, we'll see her Saturday and wish her a happy birthday then. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's people are going out in droves, dude. Like we were just watching the football game and everybody was like everywhere. So I'm I'm with you of like I'm not there yet. I don't understand yeah. people want to get together in giant patches. I'm I'm no. I, was, I mean I was never a fan of big groups of people anyway. Like even same. concerts. I I love live same. music, but at the same time I don't like groups of people. So I was never like a big concert. I've been to a bunch, but like I still always stood in the back. I was never up front. Like there was ne- even as a kid, I was never up front. I was like, I don't want to be in that. That looks like a nightmare. <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't know. It's just how, I've, and I like people. I, it's weird because I feel like I'm saying like I hate people, but no, I, I like being around individual people. I guess what George Carlin said, I love individuals as I meet them, but I, I loathe the groups and the people they represent or whatever. I don't know. No, I guess it's not that 100%. I'm an idiot, so. <laughs> well, now, kind of speaking of Kevin, reminds me of Randall. It's like you hate people, but I love gatherings. Love gatherings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I feel the same way. Yeah, it's not that I hate being around all of you. Like, I'm happy that you're happy doing your thing over there, but you stay over there, and I'm at the back of the concert, and I'm happy. Like, but I love you sound so- like the same person in that sense. But I, I don't want to be up in their grill. Like, I love socializing with people, though. So it's not like... I guess I just don't like assholes, and there's a lot of assholes. And but there's okay. not a lot of really great people too. But I but the assholes give me such anxiety that I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> like it's it's so bad anymore. Plus this pandemic has not helped. Like people not being around hasn't really been that much of an issue. And now all these people are going everywhere, and now I'm like, oh. <laughs> No, no, I, I feel exactly. I know I, I am on the same page of feeling that of. I understand fucking assholes, dude, pretty much. It always then reminds me of a uh, world police. You know, you got three types of people in the world. <laughs> Pussies, assholes. And things. But <laughs> yeah, I, when I was leaving, like, this is what I mean. When I left my Spider-Man showing, like when I saw Spider-Man No, no Way Home, I saw it opening day at four o'clock in the afternoon. So it was the first showing of that specific theater and as I was leaving, one of the kids that saw it on the way out just screamed, like, what happened? And, like, asshole. Oh, I wanted to fucking punch him. Like, I was so fucking, I wanted to fucking punch the, I, oh. But I would have been in it. I would have been wrong. Like, it's just like, oh. Just, people are so, we're so excited to see that. And not that it would have really ruined the movie, because even if you know what happens, it's still an amazing experience to watch it. But at the same time, like, people don't want to know that shit. You're not funny. You're not, yeah. And one day someone's going to do that with something you care about, and you're going to be pissed off. Well, it might not be a movie, but it'll be something. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know. Eventually, yes. That person shall get their comeuppance. But this is why. But it's also like a teenager, and this is what I mean. Like it's like I know kids were assholes back then. I'm I I'm not saying we were we were great as kids. No, I remember being like I remember being in the Lizzie McGuire movie because my girlfriend at the time wanted to see it. I swear. Um, mm-hmm. I swear. You're I mean, I don't remember fan. what that's okay. Happened. It's all right. No, no, no. My I, cousin I loved Miley Cyrus. <clears throat> People have their thing. I think that was who wasn't who wasn't Lizzie McGuire. That was uh, was that Hillary Duff? Yeah, was that Hillary Duff? Yeah, um, I said you're a Duff man, just like Homer. I'm a Duff man. No, I did have a crush on Hillary Duff in Casper meets Wendy when I was a child. Because we're oh the my same- god, <laughs> yeah, we're the same age, so it's, that's not weird. We're literally the same age. So when I was that age, uh, I was like, she was probably my one of my first crushes, honestly, as like a little kid, like a little, little kid. I was like, um. Yeah, we are the same age, right? I'm just making sure. <laughs> 31? 1990? She, I'm one year older. She's 34. I'm 35. So, but yeah, we're we're re- relatively the same age. Her and Christina Ricci in in uh, Casper. I. Oh, I, yeah. yeah so you I, just liked anybody who was fucking with Casper, actually, was what you liked. That's true. I just realized uh, both in the Casper movie. Yeah, um, no, you just like Casper. Was, no, Christine Ricci was, was was. I'm just thinking of my and Alex Mack from The Secret World of Alex Mack. Oh, uh, true. Mack. Those true. were like my first crushes as a, as as a as a little little kid. Um, yeah, I don't know why we went off on that tangent. Would oh. <laughs> it be a miss if I didn't say Amy Jo Johnson was also? Oh my yeah, list. and Cranger, of course. I, uh, but yeah, I was like. 
then I had like crushes on weird people like you'd never expect. Like for some reason, I thought, and I still do, but the woman from Tremors, I just had a crush on. Never her. seen it. No. You never, never saw Tremors? No. With Kevin Bacon. Oh man, great movie. Uh, B movie fun. The worms underground. But no, there's a. I mean, but if she's an attractive woman, I just don't think anybody would be like watching that movie and be like, oh my God, she's hot. Like as a little kid, but for some reason I was like, I just really thought she was very attractive. I, I was just like, I don't know. Hey, not did, you ever, uh, did you ever what? find Bugs Bunny attractive when you dressed up like a girl bunny? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I knew you were like one of three people to get that reference, dude. Just in case anybody's like, where the fuck are they talking about? It's a sweet a, Wayne's World that's reference. The second, but that's so fucking funny, dude. Thank that you. Is the second Wayne's World reference I made today. I did the great no well, well I it technically it was a the Grey Poupon, which was a commercial. So I was referencing the commercial, really, but I still remember that commercial because of Wayne's World. So it's just, do you have any great? Correct. Poop? Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that live. I only knew about it from that yeah, and then learned about I've, it later I've seen, on. Yeah, I've seen it in because of things that my dad taped off television. Yeah. But, sir, we did kind of, we could pick up a segue that we left in the past when we were bringing up No Way Home. It's a bit of yeah. a spoiler, though, so I'm happy to know you're on the same page. Anybody out there who hasn't seen it, we'll get a bit of a spoiler, but I think it's been long enough of leading us into our superhero section where we're going to be talking about Daredevil. Yes. So now people, some people are like, what the fuck is going on? I thought we were talking about Daredevil. Why is he bringing up Spider-Man? I got to do it, dude. You know, we got to re- just rip the chain right above. Yeah, is that okay with why, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just why I suggested talking about Daredevil anyway. was because my my wife had never seen the show. And we went to go see it. Spoilers from here on out. Well, spoilers already, but here was for Spider-Man. But when we went to go see uh, Spider-Man, Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox is Matt Murdock from Daredevil shows up in the movie. And um. My wife knew who it was, but had never seen the show, so she had no context as to what, like, was going on, really. So now we went back and we've watched the first two seasons at this point. Um, Now she's interested. She wasn't interested when I wanted to watch it when it was coming out. Um, So I had to watch it myself. But because he showed up in Spider-Man, she wanted to watch it, and now she loves it. So that's good. At least at least she gave it a shot now. I told her it would be good. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that, you know, was kind of <laughs> leaked on the Internet or at least super, super hoped for. So to say I was 100 percent shocked, I can't. And I'm a little bit annoyed by that. You know, back in the day, I don't even know how long ago it wouldn't have been possible. You know, it could have been a really cool thing, but there was a little bit of hoping for it as we were watching it. So when it happened, I can't even say I was 100% excited, but I was 99% excited. I did the same thing where I turned to my wife, Meg, and I say, oh, it's Charlie Cox. It's, it's Matt Murdock. And she thinks now she's looking for two people because my wife doesn't play the name game that very well with me. As considering I play it as high as I do, you know, when you say those, I automatically know, but to know 
Charlie Cox is one specific skill and then to know Matt Murdock is one skill and then to know Matt Murdock's also daredevils. And like, you know, it's a lot of things that I have now been showing her over years. So she's just looking at me. I was like, there used to be an entire series on Netflix that had these characters called the defenders and Matt Murdock was the one who started with daredevil. And that's him. And like, I just got it all on one person. She just looks at me like, okay. But yeah. I was very excited. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I love the show, so I was very excited to see him pop up. Um, plus, that mo- oh, that movie in general was just so good. I just want to say that I, it was it was like it lived up to all the expectations I had and surpassed it. Like it's very rare when that actually happens. Where I was just like, also like I guess spoiler again, but literally every internet rumor about that movie wound up being true. Like every one of them. Every one, every one of them. Yeah. If anybody's out there, we don't have to spell it out. If you read a rumor about it, it is a hundred percent true. It does. Like, uh, yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? You know, to kind of go off on a weird tangent of just, don't you wish there was any surprise anymore? We can't keep away from it. I know I never looked up any spoilers. It's just, no, I never did either. It was just people speculating, but they were right. Like, correct, so yeah, it was like, well, I don't know how much of it was people actually knowing what was happening and spoiling it or just like people hoping that was, was what was going to happen. And then it happened. But uh, I did love that movie. I thought they handled everything very well. And it was just fun. It was a fun movie. It I liked, was. I liked Ghostbusters. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. Hmm. I liked Ghostbusters. I had one major issue with it. Um the side tangent on Ghostbusters randomly. I was <laughs> Always welcome here. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. There's never not enough time for Ghostbusters. Is that a double negative? Could be. Anyway, what? No, I was just, I, Ghostbusters just, I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, most. no, I need to know that one big thing that you didn't like now, though. Like, you brought it, I can't just leave that dangling. Like, what? All right, uh, spoilers for Ghostbusters. Okay, people. So if you haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife... And don't want to know this one specific thing. Well, when um, Phoebe calls, right? That's her name, right? Phoebe calls Ray for help. And Ray's like, Egon Spengler can rot in hell. And I was like, I literally was like, what? And then and then he's, he goes on this like little speech about how Egon lost his mind babbling about the end of the world. And I'm just sitting there like, they say they saved the world twice together from a giant marshmallow man and a guy in a painting. Why would they not believe Egon if he. Why wouldn't they believe him if he thought the world was going to end <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense to me. It it just doesn't in no universe would I could see maybe Peter Venkman and Winston being like, now we're done. But like, I would never see Ray being like. Egon's fucking crazy. Like, that's just not, I don't know. It just felt so out of character that, that, that's it. The rest of the movie, I thought the kids were great. Um, podcast was surprised. I thought he might be annoying, but no, he was, he was genuinely a fun character. Read fucking a man. That's the same thing I thought. Paul Rudd was great. And I love I did see loving the original cast together. I just wish they were in it more. You know what I mean? Um, Because that's why, like, you look at, like, Spider-Man and you're like, whoa, 
they truly they gave you what you wanted in that damn movie. Like this one, and I know it wasn't it about fell a little short. Yeah, that's all. It was just I enjoyed it, but I feel like it could have been a little bit more. It could, it could have been a little bit better, not more. I don't know what the hell I was gonna say there. Um, but yeah, everybody else was great. I I liked the movie overall but that one thing just felt very uncharacteristic for the ghostbusters it just felt uh odd to me that they would be like no egon's crazy and then egon would like abandon his family also seems very uncharacteristic of egon in general so uh, also who is egon's mate yeah, who, who, not that it matters, but they don't mention it kind her of at all. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I was very like, curious was what really, was going there's on not there. not one mention of the mother in that movie, you know, and I, I was like, it doesn't Why? need, like, it doesn't need to be a person, but it's just like, it, they, he abandoned us. Well, what happened to your mother? What happened to her? Is she alive? Is she dead? Where? What happened to the mother? That was a thing. That was another thing where I was just kind of like, what? What? Is it Janine? Like, I'm just confused. Like, why was Janine there? She was taking care of the bills. Why? <laughs> why was Janine still on his side and not the other Ghostbusters? I'm very confused. There's a, and this is where I think a series could have been good instead of a movie. Because I feel like they could have done what they're doing with Cobra Kai, with the Ghostbusters, in this way, where all the old actors could still be in it and do things, but not have to be there all the time. And I don't know. I feel like that would have been a cool thing to do with this. Yeah, I would agree that there was definitely a few things in which I was just like, okay, very strange. Definitely did not stick the landing. When you sit and pick it apart, it is a bit easy to pick apart. And exactly the things that you're talking about right now, just like, how can they not believe the guy who saved them so many times, who was right all the time, and surprise, surprise, was fucking right again this time. Right. You guys. This, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't believe you. Well, why didn't you believe me? We went through this twice before, dude. Like, yeah, I, I don't. Literally the same I, thing over again. Know. Like, that's, come on. That's the only thing where I was just kind of like, I don't know. That felt so weird to me and, and out of character. But um, back to Daredevil. The Daredevil's in Spider-Man, and uh, <laughs> that was so cool. That was now, so, were you happy that he didn't go full Daredevil? That technically, yeah, yeah. quote-unquote, to be an asshole about it, Matt it's Murdock was Matt in Murdoch. Spider-Man. Matt were Mur- you expecting somewhere in there at the very end maybe to get some horn action? But No, I think it was fine. He, it made sense. He was their lawyer. And that was what he was there for. It was Fuck what? Yeah, dude. Not even five minutes, but it made it, it he was wasn't, a good five it, minutes. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't. Um. It wasn't just fan service. He was. He's like. He's a lawyer. That character is a lawyer. It makes it sense. Makes, Correct. It makes it. less sense to use anybody but Matt Murdock when you need a lawyer in a New York in a Marvel movie. It just. It, we also that's just how you started, played well together, in my opinion. That's that's what's good. You don't need them all to punch up like the defenders. You just need this guy to come by and do his job and catch a fucking brick out of nowhere. I was watching Jessica Jones. We're watching Jessica Jones, me and my wife, and uh, like it, towards the end of season one, she, they keep saying like, "I need a lawyer." Uh, Car- uh, what's her name? Carrie and Moss, her girlfriend, 
is got arrested and she she's like i need a lawyer and i'm like they why don't they, they should get matt murdoch like i'm just thinking like but he's not on that show um of course there's other lawyers but it would have made that would have been a way to have him on the show i just expected at that point like i'm you're just expecting oh i'm matt murdoch will show up but he i don't think he does i don't i don't think he does on jessica jones right i didn't go through that a hundred percent i didn't so i, 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 got I, can't I tell. will now but i never got to season three i don't think i watched season because right around then is when everything got canceled and i was like well i didn't even watch it i even didn't watch season three of daredevil for a while and then i went back and i was like this is so good i don't know why i didn't watch this it was because it got canceled and i felt like me I got time now. That's exactly how that's exactly how I feel. So I'm happy to be going. I know for sure I got through all of season one and I am going through the back with my wife watching that season two. I know that I made it to some Punisher stuff. Definitely didn't finish. So I'll be watching season three, hopefully pretty soon. And that'll be my first time. But to backpedal the season one, one of the things that I think you tweeted about, too, that I liked is like, we don't get a man in nubby horns. You know, we don't get the guy in the daredevil suit. And like, it's not something I personally saw coming, you know, even back then and watching it now, I'm like, it's so genius. Yeah. My, my wife said we were on like episode eight and she was like, when does he get his nubs? Cause every episode starts with the, you see is yeah. out in the, in the intro. So, um, I was like, they're coming. They're coming. You'll see them. It'll take a while. It'll be here. They'll be here. Patience. Patience. And it pays off, though, dude. And I kind of like his light approach to it. You know, very. What's the word? Sneaky. I don't know. I'm I'm trying. That's that's not the word I want to use. Anyway, it also looks comfortable and flexible because. The martial arts in this show is like the choreography is pretty fucking awesome. You know, we're like we're talking, we're doing season one and a lot of his back alley shit is pretty hardcore. That one. And a lot of the cinematography is hardcore of just like one shot hallway, mm-hmm. 15 guys or daredevil go. My friend Jason, my old my college roommate, Jason Rahaley, he worked on every one of those Marvel shows in the camera department. Um that's my dog clicking around. If you're hearing click clacks, that's that's my doggy. Um, Got to talk about Kingpin Vincent D'Onofrio as uh, Wilson Fisk. God damn, that man is brilliant. So good. Very hollow, very frighteningly well edited. Correct. He is very good. Spoilers for Hawkeye as well coming up. Have you, are you caught up with Hawkeye? Have you watched? I am not caught up, although it has been spoiled. So I, oh. it's not a spoiling for me now. It's It's been done. Oh, so you know already. I, yeah, I, I'm that's, that's why I asked. I didn't say anything. But uh, Wilson, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is, is Wilson Fisk again. So that's really cool. Like, uh, was he in it? Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it for you. That's why. I don't, I, I don't give a shit. Fuck it. Spoil oh, all right. Yeah, no. Um, the big bad of the season is him. He's only in the very last episode, like physically. But uh, 
but he physically is there. It's not just like him on a screen or some shit like that. It's physically there. And according to him, it is the same exact kingpin and not a variant. And according to an interview that I read with him, but I don't, I could be wrong, but it it seems to be because Charlie Cox was in Spider-Man and he's in the puzzle. Why wouldn't it be? I know he seemed a little bit stronger in Hawkeye, but I think that's like in, in jail. Yeah. In jail, he was bench pressing like, I don't know how how heavy those weights were, but they look pretty damn heavy. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm terrible at that stuff. <laughs> like 45 per plate, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, I mean, what is that? 180 on each side, 360 plus the bar. If he's got a few on there, like. That's that's a few of me. Yeah, that's craziness. But you're right. He does play a really amazing version of the character. It would be a little weird or not weird. Maybe that's not the word. I don't know. I'm coming at such a loss of words today. Sorry. I was going to say, I don't think it's a J. Jonah Jameson situation where they got the same actor to play a different version of the same character. Of Oh, yes, I understand. If I believe it is the exact same kingpin In terms from the kingpin. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but Hawkeye was surprisingly fun. I, to be honest, I had zero interest in any of the Marvel TV shows because I was like, why do we need the TV show? Like I was, and then I watched every one of them and I was like, I guess the one I liked the least and it wasn't even bad. I just was Falcon and the Winter Soldier was my least favorite of the shows. I enjoyed it and I didn't dislike it. It just was my least favorite. It was like, I wouldn't watch it again. I was just kind of like, yeah, it was fine. Um, well, all the other ones, I was like, wow, these are pretty damn entertaining. And even what if? Like, I had no interest. And then apparently that's important. If you saw the Doctor Strange trailer. I don't know if you saw. I did, yeah, yeah. I, apparently that is important now. But, I mean, I, there was, I, I don't, I didn't love that. I didn't love the what if. Yeah. It was okay. It was fine. But I'm saying I, I wound up watching it. Is what I mean. I say I'm done every time, and I'm like, I keep watching it. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's addicting. Oh, for I'm sure. Just like, I don't know why I would complain about this stuff because, like, as a kid, I'd be like, this is amazing. Correct. Yeah. If that was all the Marvel that there was, it would be the best <laughs> thing ever. What do you mean? I get literally a TV show or movie about every single character ever? What? <laughs> Back then, it was just Batman, Superman, and until until Spider-Man came out, Blade was was in there, and we had, like, Spawn and stuff. But none of them were, like, you know, besides Superman and Batman. They eventually were able to meet up for World's Finest, yeah. That's a good one. Speaking of Batman, there's going to be Michael Keaton's Batman's going to be in Flashpoint. And then apparently in Batwoman as well. Really? Somebody said, I thought I read something about that, that this won't be his very last time that he's signed on to do a Batwoman, not the CW show, uh, uh, HBO Max show or an HBO Max movie. Something. So maybe not even Batwoman because that's on. Bat- maybe it's a Batgirl. There's so many Batman. Uh, so many Batman. The right. bat cells, yeah, they fucking love that shit, dude. There's also Joker. There's different Jokers. 
No gadgets, no billy clubs, hand-to-hand, Bruce Wayne versus Matt Murdock, who wins? Matt Murdock. I would have to agree, yeah. I don't know. It would be... Does somebody will go... Batman know that he's going in versus a meta, though? Does Batman have prep time? No, Batman has no prep time, and he has nothing on him. Who wins? Matt Murdock. Because he's got superpowers. I'm just... That's what I would say. But... How much prep time does Batman have? You don't think that Bruce Wayne would be able to find an exploitation before getting his ass beat? Like some sort of sonic grenade or... Oh, know. you know what? You're right. Bruce Wayne would probably know Matt Murdock is Daredevil and that he's blind, so he'll probably use some kind of sonar or something to block his ability to... Yeah, I guess Bruce Wayne would... That's why I hate Batman. Mm. (laughs) or even like if you remember the end of spider-man 3 when uh toby's trying to get the venom off of him and he's using all the pipes to bang like that would probably fuck matt murdoch's day up pretty well too you know like you don't need gadgets he just needs to know all sonics enough to be like what fuck is his ears are gonna bleed Assuming Batman doesn't know anything about Matt Murdock being Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but usually he does win. You're right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it'll, it'll be Batman, I guess. <sighs> so kind of to blend these, do you think we'll get further Charlie Cox and future Avengers projects, like in movie projects? Or do you think maybe he'll kind of be the glue like Vincent D'Onofrio was for Hawkeye and we might get him in more TV stuff. What do you think's the future for this guy going forward? I think I read somewhere, once again I, this is a total rumor, I'm not 100% sure if this is true, but I heard that he might be in She-Hulk this, the She-Hulk series um, I Oh, like and, I, and I saw something yesterday once again, don't know, but apparently like a Deadpool 3 situation I don't know. I think I would enjoy to see that as well. I mean, I would love to see that. I'm just, I don't, don't take my word for it. It's probably just a photo. That was a Photoshop photo that somebody put online. And then I say that someone's like, Jamaica Deadpool, Deadpool 3. And Charlie Cox did it. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I thought Ryan Reynolds was taking a break from acting. So. That's what I thought too. So. Is he definitely not filming Deadpool 3. If he took a break, is he going to not break if they want to do Deadpool or is it just going to wait for him to be done his break? I mean, every day he's not working, he's on a break. So any day he stops, he's off break. So yeah, I guess the second it's done, he could do it. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds and I don't, I would, I want him to keep playing Deadpool. So um, agreed. Very much. agreed. He wants to spend time with his kids. So I understand that as well. Before we go though, I did want to talk about, as we are talking about Daredevil, that this isn't the only time we've had Daredevil on screen. We did get a Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yes, we did. How do you feel about Ben Affleck Daredevil? Well, I mean, I, I well, I did not like it when it first came out. I was not. I was always like, ugh. <laughs> the, the, there's a director's cut version that I is watchable. I do enjoy that one more, and I kind of like lessened my hatred for it as like. I, I hate how my my opinion on movies when I was like late teenager, early 20s. I really I, I hate myself back then because I was such an ass, like just a snob. Everything sucked. And I, it's like I just. But then you want I like wanted to make movies so like you just can't have that attitude about everything. You know what I mean? 
that Daredevil movie, I did not, I don't hate it anymore, like I did back then. I, I prefer the director's cut version. I hate the Electra stuff, like that fight scene in the park is like the worst thing. That uh, is yes. Out of everything, if that could get cut out, that would definitely help be, the movie. Yeah, a little then bit. I'd be like, all right, this movie's fine. This is really, it's fine. It's perfectly cromulent film. Uh, <laughs> Simpsons reference for anyone who who might not know. Uh, <laughs> that came out in 2003. So, yeah, 13-year-old Nick at the time dug it. And then it settled in a little bit. And I was like, that scene that we're talking about. So oh, he's that's trying when to I get Jennifer Gar- What? I said, that's how young I was. Okay, so I would have been 2003. 18. Yeah, 17, I think. 17. Because 2004 is when I, yeah, yeah, something like that. In that betweener time, I'm yeah. I'm terrible with my, listen, it was, it was like, we could literally just do math. Be like, how old was I in 2004? 18. 18. But see, I don't think so. Cause well, it was I, 2003, so you were 17 then. 17. See, there we go. But I was 17, 16 for most of that year, because my birthday's in November. Mm-hmm. So, could have been 16. This doesn't matter at all. So I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> but I still yell when it came out first. Yeah, I really I enjoyed it at that younger age, and then it didn't age well. And now in this almost renaissance of Marvel film, to go back and kind of see like, oh look how hard they tried. They were doing stuff with this guy, and honestly, Ben Affleck, I. I like Ben Affleck. I could watch him. I like John Favreau, which is funny, you know, because he, he played happy. Foggy. He's happy. He is happy in the. He he's was happy as well. Yeah, like Foggy. that whole thing where he puts mustard and the honey, and they switch up to like, yeah, switch, <laughs> switch. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, no, I love John Favreau. Yeah, no, even Coolio in the director's cut. Cool, Coolio's in the movie for some reason. Of course, why wouldn't he? Be? Um, yeah, no, I enjoy it. Sometimes the director, some parts, some yeah. parts. They, like I said, that electrified in the park is just it's cringeworthy. I don't know what that was about. I don't know why they're dancing on the seesaws. And yeah, that's the same shot that I see in my head when I think of that. Does everybody guy have to do this just to get your name? You should see what they have to do to get my number. And it's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, cringeworthy yeah. as fuck right now. <laughs> However, you know, Our boys it, it really did. she got a spinoff from that. I have that movie, but I've never seen it. The, the Jennifer Garter one. And my friend sent it to me as a joke because I up until last year, I owned every Marvel movie on some sort of physical media, like everyone that's ever been released. Not just the MCU, except Electra. And my friend had it Amazon Prime shipped to my house as a joke. <laughs> so I have it. I still haven't watched it yet. But uh <laughs> Very few, even fewer concepts in that flick that I enjoy. Uh, the only thing that stands out in my mind that I can really think of is just a guy with spoilers. Do you, do you care about what Electra? Yeah, <laughs> you could spoil it. It's fine. A man has <laughs> tattoos and they can like come out. So he's got like a bird tattoo on here on his neck uh-huh. and it can crawl out of him and be a real bird and like spy on people and he can uh-huh. know. And then okay. it comes back in and like lands on him and it's a tattoo again. Like 
that idea always fucking stuck with me where I was like, that's fucking gnarly. So he's got like a wolf on his chest and he can, again, run out and do shit for, I don't know. That idea is the only idea where I watch that movie and I'm like, there's some, there's some okay here. It sounds like it could have been like a, like a Tales from the Crypt episode or something like that or creep show. Like someone gets a tattoo and it can leave their body and do horrible things to or an X-Files episode. Yeah, definitely X-Files episode. That was in Electra. So that's but it was, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about that shit, too. Such a good idea, but it's in Electra, so nobody's ever going to know about it except for the one guy. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I was... I mean, nothing against it. If people, I'm sure people like it. I've never seen it, so I can't really judge, but I just never had any interest, so... We all only have 24 hours a day. So the fact that you're coming here and hang out with me for any amount of it really does mean a lot to me, sir. So thank you. Thank anybody who also took this hour to come and hang out and be part of this. Super duper appreciated. Word of mouth would always be great because if you have a friend who likes Bud Tours of Superheroes, I've got a show for them. My name is Nick James. I've been hanging out with the great Joe Gariffo. Bud Tours of Superheroes are out of here. Bye, everyone. <laughs>